0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Throwing Partners episode. I'm joined always by Chris Collins. Hey, How guys. How's doing? it going?
1: I'm doing fantastic. Uh, staying COVID free, um, you know, playing it safe. Uh, yeah, playing it's, it safe. Been a, it's been a couple of days since the last episode, but, I mean, there's been a lot to talk about. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Other than that, it's been, of... been,
0: been oh, good. Go ahead, go
1: ahead. Yeah.
0: Been good. Well, we are joined by your former uh, old podcast host. Jacob Feltman. Jacob, how's it going? Welcome to Throwing Partners. What's
2: yeah, what's up, boys? Uh, first thing, I love the name. I was really upset <laughs> that I didn't come up with it in the, in the past. Uh, Ours was good in the past. What are you talking about? It was good, but Throwing Partners, man, it's so – I was well, so jealous when I heard the name.
1: I will tell you this. it You have to you have to give all the credit to Brian because he's the one that came up with the name.
2: So. Well, Brian, great job. I mean, Revan the Bear has a – you know, <laughs> the off the yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. When you go on throwing YouTube and stuff man. like that, people don't just type in a rev and a bear, so it's kind of yeah. hard. Yeah,
2: <laughs> that throwing way. partners, just for marketing reasons, throwing partners is fantastic, man. Thank you, I, Love I appreciate
0: that. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, Rev and the Bear. You type in that on YouTube, and is that Grizzly marrying that couple? <laughs> you get, you get weird <laughs>
2: stuff. You get yeah. weird <laughs> stuff But in we were Do still, it.
0: we were still successful. Don't get us
1: wrong. We oh, still we have were. use. And then people yeah. were super disappointed when we kind of had to end it just because of just complications and stuff like that. But you know, the friendship's still there and everything oh, yeah. like that. So and that's why you're here. That's why you're
2: here. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But with that, Actually, I'm, uh, here for, I'm here for Brian. Great. Great. <laughs> well, give us a I'm, little... I'm here for
0: Jacob. Perfect.
2: <laughs> <laughs> give us a little story about yourself, Jacob. I mean, I think most listeners at this point are still, uh, you know, some rubbing the bears, some new guys. Um, but, you know, I met you guys out in San Diego. I was doing the whole Navy thing. Contract ended. Uh, moved back East Coast where I'm from. So I could catch the uh, Atlanta games at a yeah. decent hour. <laughs> so, you know, now me and my Eight wife run nine. a podcast. So it's pretty good, man. And what's that
1: podcast called? Uh,
2: it's called The Rookie and the Vet the rookie and the
1: vet you hear that folks the The rookie and the vet it's on spotify i've listened to it several times it's actually great um and it i i like the fact that you guys are kind of just doing daily life but with sports too in there too yeah and it's it's funny because every time i hear your your wife's uh choices in sports she goes i don't know who that is but i'm gonna go with this (laughs) so it's like it's a very real just average day person that doesn't watch sports as much and they're yeah, just like it's, yeah you it's all it. about
2: her yeah it's all about her learning the games and stuff and she i mean she got really into the nfl this year well she's always been good at fantasy she she had the best record in the league this year regular season <laughs> 11 and 2 <laughs> oh my wow goodness
0: for a first time so, <laughs> player
2: so this is her fourth year doing it so oh uh, fourth year okay last. Only one person in the house could win the championship. So Ooh. Uh,
1: <laughs> if she listens to this know. podcast, she's probably going to give you the cold shoulder for the rest of the week. Probably. Uh, it's been the cold shoulder since the season ended. Oh, okay. Oh, so great. it'll continue. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 Well, with that, Brian, go ahead and take us away. What
0: are we jumping into first? All right, first, we're jumping into MLB. Something big happened yesterday, completely mm-hmm. random. Oh, God, no. here it goes. Look at, he's got his <laughs> Jacob, Atlanta hat. <laughs> for all these watching on YouTube, Jacob threw on his Atlanta Braves hat, but we're not <laughs> talking about the Braves. We're talking about their rivals, the New York Mets, and what they did yesterday. They brought in Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. giving in Cookie. Brought in Cookie. Gave up uh, four guys for this. They gave up uh, Andres Jimenez, Ahmed Rosario, Isaiah Green, and Josh Wolf, who's a pitcher. The rest are position players. Josh Wolf, the pitcher. Oh, what do you guys think?
1: I'll, I'll let Jacob talk about this one first because I think he is kind of relieved about Francisco Lindor.
2: <laughs> yeah. So the funny part about this is being an Atlanta fan, you know the Mets are going to Mets, so not worried about anything else. They're still going to come in third in the division. Ooh. But, oh, bold move there. Oh, okay. gosh. But right. one Lindor and Carrasco coming over, it makes the NL East. Still the best division in baseball and also thank god rosario is gone he would kill braves pitching so i'm excited for the trade good for the mets you get a star i don't have to deal with rosario anymore and uh you know we'll see you in third place
1: that's a that's a big prediction there i think place i i I, I think though (laughs) here's the thing we don't know if Francisco Lindor is the next Ahmed or Rosario. That is the next killer for you guys. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, you Mets don't know. are going to Mets.
0: <laughs> but I think the Mets aren't going to Mets. Go on, I think go on,
1: personally. Mets. I think personally, though, the Mets made a great trade. Um, hopefully, they retain Francisco Lindor after that. That year's up. Uh, they lock him up for a long term. But I think getting Cookie Carlos Carrasco with it. I think that's just like more than just icing on the cake. That's like everything you need for a great starting rotation. Yeah. So now and plus he he stays healthy. The only thing that has set him back was when he had cancer and he beat that and came back in pitch and was phenomenal. He pitched
0: extremely well. Um Yeah. I think the best rotation in the East, I mean the Nationals have a good rotation. Like the Braves are good. Their offense is scary. Their pitching got a little better. They just need to stay healthy. They're young. I think Charlie Morton's now the oldest guy in that rotation. But, man, the Met, I think the Mets have a better rotation. Now, oh, gosh, Braves, yes. Oh, yes. And adding, sure. adding Lindor to that lineup, who you don't know might end up getting George Springer after this, is going to be scary. So, and I don't think they're going to finish in third place.
1: <laughs> so let's move on to the next topic then, speaking of George Springer. I was talking to Jacob about this a couple of minutes ago. And he thinks George Springer is going to the Braves on a one-year deal.
0: What, how much do you give him for a one-year deal?
2: Okay, just before, before the, everything, let me explain to you how <laughs> Alex Anthopoulos, the greatest GM in baseball, works. Okay, Josh Donaldson won a multi-year deal. What He signed a one-year with Atlanta. Marcelo Zuna, he won a multi-year deal. He signed a one year deal with Atlanta. George Springer wants a multi deal. That he's gonna come to Atlanta for one year.
1: Now the question is how much do you give him for that one year? If I you say you baseline- anything over if you say anything over fifteen million dollars, no.
2: I say you baseline it off of what we did with Ozuna and Donaldson, their previous production and their worth. Obviously, Springer's okay. worth has declined over the years, and I would say you give him a one, mere, one mil, one year, 13, 12, 13 mil. Okay, that for that, one year. That that's it's, it's enticing, but then you show him the, but then you show him the facts, right? Donaldson came to us, kind of declining. One year, got a great new multi-year year contract with Minnesota. Ozuna came to us. Time declining. Had a great year one year. Someone's going to give him the multi-year contract that he wants.
1: I, I was disappointed that you guys didn't keep Ozuna. That's a guy that you guys need there. He was
2: for, defensively though. He was just wasn't there for us.
0: It's not there. And then knowing that the DH probably isn't coming back this season, um, you got to you got to eat up Ozuna, Ozuna and just have him walk.
2: Yeah, yeah. And that's that was a big thing that came out and said the DH stays. He stays. No DH knows or not well
1: I think Springer's still going to the Mets I, I, I they need it more than anything I think Mets are willing to spend more than what you guys could probably spend um plus yeah plus I mean what's his name? Christian Pache is you know an up-and-coming star so maybe give him a role out there in outfield for Atlanta and then Springer goes to to center in in New York and then he probably doesn't I'll bet you if he does sign with New York he does get a multi-year deal though
2: Oh yeah. The yeah. Mets are dumb enough to do that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so they'll, they'll give him I think I think Springer's gonna get a four-year deal with the Mets.
1: Uh, I could see that. I can see could, Yeah. So Brian, what's our next topic after Springer?
0: Oh Springer, it's uh where does this trade uh send Trevor Bauer?
1: I would say it's coming down to the Angels and the Padres. Um Ooh. I think, and don't get me wrong. I mean, Mets still have enough room to get Trevor Bauer. Um, maybe not for as much money though, if they want to lock up Lindor. Um, but I think the Angels are the front runner. Like they always have been. Uh, they have the money for it. It's just more, I think it's more of like now, it's like, how do you persuade him to come to a struggling LA team? Um, like how does his presence overall affect the record of what you guys have been doing? With the Padres, the potential is already there. It showed last year. So it's like the Padres don't have to do as much as persuading. It's just more of like how much money can they give up?
0: Yeah. I mean, going to the Angels, they're him and another starter away from competing. Competing. Um, Astros are going to take a step back. Um, yes. I think the only real threat in the AL West right now are the Oakland A's, and you never know how they're going to play out considering they don't re-sign guys. So you don't know who's going to play short for them uh, with Simeon gone. But – Oh, there's our timer. Sorry, that got on audio. But, um, <laughs> we can stretch us out a couple more minutes. Yeah, we got a
1: little bit more. We got a little bit more. But um, uh,
0: so yeah, going back,
1: yeah, going back to Bauer though. Uh, what what do you have? And then Jacob, what do you have about Bauer after Brian?
0: Well, I think I think he's going to the Angels. I want him there as a fan. Um, they're they're him and another guy away. Like, and I don't know how much he's going to want. I think the Angels can give him a four-year deal. Um, maybe he takes less uh, years for more money. Um, maybe a two-year, two-year, sixty mil. There you go. Oh geez, I would. That's a lot of money. I, <laughs> I might. As well, you might as well just
1: do it for the five years.
0: <laughs> yeah, give him give him two years and thirty-five mil.
1: Well, what's what's your bold prediction there, Jacob? I feel like you're going to come out of like left field here with a prediction here.
2: So. He's going to go to L.A., the Angels, not the Doyers, for one simple fact. What does Bauer love to do? He loves to promote himself, promote his brand. You know, he likes to get on the networks when he can to make baseball fun, to show that baseball is a fun sport. It's not these unwritten rules. You know, he goes to L.A. He is in the mix with brand promotions and the stars to, you know, back up his brand and his claims of baseball spawn and the unwritten rules. Um, so I think he's gonna go to LA because it's the best move, not only for his baseball career, I think, because he would be the guy, um, but also just for his business side of things. LA is the best spot for him. That's like
1: Yeah, that's, that's a really good point there. Yeah. It's then, all about marketing. Yeah, he's. I mean, he keeps everybody on his toes with that. So we'll find out yeah. eventually <laughs> where he signed. So stay tuned for that. The last topic we have for the MLB a uh, very sad day. Uh, lost the legend. Um, Tommy Lasorda has passed away at the age of 92 or
0: 93.
1: 93. 93. 93. Um, condolences go out to him and his family. Um, he is survived by his wife and kids. Um, so but very sad day for baseball he was a legend as a manager for the dodgers for so long um also uh being a son of uh italian immigrants coming into the country it wasn't always a good time for him to come up as a child during those times it was hard and you know he proved that you know anybody can make it in this country and in the world for for that matter and you know and now he's Hall of Fame manager um he'll be forever known as one of the greatest managers to ever play or play the game of baseball basically so
0: yeah um even though I'm not huge Dodger fan I do appreciate baseball history and uh what he's what he did for the game for that team and how it's been the last 23 years of him out of baseball just him being behind the dugout watching the game from the stands um was always that big personality and a big uh, voice for a lot of those players on even the teams from the last few years. Glad he got able to, uh, was able to see them win this past season um, before he passed. So that's really good. Um, One of the winningest managers all time in uh, Italian (laughs) uh, baseball players. You you got to represent. Near and dear to my heart being Italian American. So it's really nice. Um, I, I called my dad this morning and, he didn't, he doesn't keep up on like the news and stuff like with that, but he, he just goes, what? No, no. Like he really liked Tommy the <laughs> sword. I think everyone did. Um, two-time world series champ, 97 hall of fame inductee, 1,599 wins. Drew great all-finger. career. Great career. Great career. Great man. Great personality outside of baseball.
1: So, With that, uh, we're going to jump sports here. We're going to go into the NFL now. It's actually going to be kind of brief with this one. Um, We're going to kick off. We already said our picks. Me and Brian's picks last week was Zay last week. But now we got Jacob here. We got the Rev on here. He's already rocking the new hat. You can tell if you're watching on YouTube. He switched hats. He went from Braves to Falcons now. Um, So I'm going to name the matchup. You pick the team, okay? And then you pick the game with the most potential upset. With this, though, there's a new segment that I asked my roommate about um, for her input on what team she thinks will win, too. So, Jacob, you're going first. Are you ready? You're on the hot seat right now. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. All right. So, first matchup is Buffalo versus Indy. Buffalo. Buffalo. Got it. Uh, mm-hmm. My roommate also picked Buffalo as well. Uh, next matchup, Rams versus Seattle. Seattle, Seattle, and my roommate also picked Seattle. So so far, you guys are in the same category here. Tampa Bay versus Washington, Washington. Wow. Ooh. See, I picked Washington too. I think they're the upset. And Chase Young, watch out. Chase for Young's going to get Tom. Um, He's going to get they Tom. said
0: <laughs> I'm the only one that picked Tampa. I think out of well,
1: my roommate picked Tampa. Okay, so so, so
0: two of us picked Tampa.
1: I'm pretty sure we're going to create a poll for who. Uh, on instagram to see who p- people think that voted the most right teams i think we should do that um so we'll put a thing out there so look out for instagram if you guys see it vote to think who had the better choices of everything so uh the next one is baltimore versus tennessee tennessee okay uh said tennessee as well chicago versus
2: new orleans New Orleans. Oh, <laughs> okay.
1: Roommate said New Orleans too. All right. Cleveland versus Pitt. Cool. Pittsburgh. <laughs> cool. Pittsburgh. My roommate said Pittsburgh too, and then well, so she's it a sounds. Like, Fans. So it sounds like your upset is Washington. My upset is Cleveland. So you're gonna pick. So you think Washington is not really an upset, but Cleveland is.
2: Cleveland doesn't have any, but they don't have their head coach, they don't have a guard, wide receivers. True. Very true. So
1: you hear it here, folks. You heard the picks. So hopefully go on Instagram, vote for those picks later on today. Um, a couple things with the NFL, though. We're going to go with uh, Jared Goff and his thumb injury. Do you guys just think, does he come back to play, or do you think he sits out?
2: Hmm.
0: Silence. Silence. <laughs> oh, it's a dead air moment. Um, I mean, it's the wild card game. I mean, every game in the NFL playoffs is win or go home. But I think you step it up. This is do or die. Going on the next round, you had a great season. Um, the Rams had a good re- record. You got to beat Seattle, uh, being in the market of LA. So he should come back. If he does, who knows? But he's young. He could he can withstand that injury. Jacob, what do you think?
2: I think he sits. I
1: think he sits. He didn't.
2: He didn't bring a lot to the offense this year anyway. Um, they were more run heavy, like they traditionally are. He's played very inconsistent, um, especially with a with pass rush, which Seattle does have. So I mean, why? You know, he's gonna play bad against Seattle. Go ahead and throw Wolford in there. He'll play just as bad. So. I think okay. I think LA knows are going into this game losers. So I don't expect him to, to, to play him.
1: I'm gonna have to disagree. I'm gonna have to agree with Brian though. I think he does come in. I think he's limited. As soon as like something flares up or anything like that, he's he's
2: sit, sit on some pine, you know. Um, so, so why, but, why throw off the team energy? But the thing is if you do that and you bring the in the, the backup. Then the the flow, of the offense is already messed up. If you're going to put him on a, a pitch count, just go ahead and put the backup in. Let the offense flow with him. Don't try to change quarterback tap through a game.
1: That's a good point. It's a good point. We'll see what uh, Sean McVay does.
0: Yes, yeah, we'll and if he does that and it changes the momentum of the game, say they're ahead, he pulls a guy, brings another guy in, it just falls apart. It's going to be a Tampa Bay Rays situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right, so the next injury is uh, A.J. Brown of Tennessee. Did not practice on Thursday. I have not gotten the update uh, for today. I don't know if he practiced today yet. There's no news out there yet. But if A.J. Brown's out for Ryan Tannehill and the Titans, that's a huge blow because A.J. Brown is, like, one of the top receivers for Tannehill. So does that affect the – the matters of them playing Baltimore? No. Because of Derrick Henry? Not at all.
2: (laughs) all. Well, I mean, one, they have Derrick Henry, who is, in over the last 20 games, has rushed for 2,600 yards.
1: True. Very true. That's ridiculous. Um, You have
2: Corey Davis, who's having a career year. You have Jonu Smith, tied in for them, who's having a career year. Tannehill, one of the best quarterbacks in the league, both passing and rushing. Yeah. With him there, better team without him there still a great team got it
0: yeah they don't they don't i mean it sucks not having him um but it's still they don't know he's not out he's not doubtful he's questionable so he could come in he could play um he's been quoted in saying that if i'm alive and breathing i'm playing this game good for him good for him yeah he's giving it leave it on the field so
1: As he should, as he should. Now, the next topic uh, I just want to talk about before giving it to you, Brian, is Browns and COVID. Um, I just want one – try to do this in two-word description. Browns and COVID, the facilities have been closed. They're out without their head coach this weekend. They're without their center. They're out without a lot of players and their safety too. Um, So in two words – I just want to hear a description of how you think the the Browns will play this weekend. So let's start with you, Brian. Let's go with you.
0: Man, two words to describe their their play this weekend,
1: or it could be two syllables. You could use Mm. a two syllable word.
0: How about this next year?
1: I like it. That's a good one. So throwing in the white flag out there. So Jacob, what do you got?
2: Interesting. That's
1: just that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's a one word description. You got it. All right. Interesting. <laughs> I like it. All right. So Brian, go ahead and take us away for the last two uh topics of the NFL.
0: Well, last two topics. well, we have to talk about um
1: Sorry, we got three now. Yeah. Three.
0: Diggs and Beasley. Yeah. Buffalo.
1: Um are they still questionable? As far as what I've heard, yes.
0: Yeah, they're still questionable. Um, I think they'll play. Um
1: there's no way Stefan Diggs sit, sits out for this. Yeah,
0: they're not sitting. And unlike uh unlike AJ Brown, like not playing like Tennessee has that chance. I think with Diggs out, do you think Buffalo they're can fine? Pull it out? They're you fine. You think they're fine? Okay. Yeah.
1: Their defense is actually really, really good. So they are. They're pretty um, good. Um if offensively There's nothing going. They get maybe, like, three touchdowns at most. I think they still win. Okay.
2: Jacob, you got anything to input on that? Oh, Diggs and Beeler for sure. This is all sportsmanship. You know, they're questionable. Don't plan for them. Yeah. There was a video came out, what, yesterday of the Bills dancing at practice? Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. (laughs) And digs in the middle. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's,
0: he's playing. He's, he's playing.
2: He's, he's
1: fine. fine. Also, it's like he's never had a great connection until now being in Buffalo with a quarterback. He's like, that's my quarterback. You know?
2: Yeah. I mean, he didn't have that with Kirk.
1: Play he didn't have that. So, um, Cole Beasley, I think he'll play too. The veteran's got to show up. He, he definitely knows. This is like a once I, I, in a lifetime opportunity to play further in the playoffs in his career. So, yeah,
2: I, I think his is definitely more serious than Diggs yeah but i think i think he'll play got it
0: yeah so what's the next one we got brian uh, we got top three fantasy picks for this weekend so we're
1: picking players right top three players ah i'm gonna let jacob take this one away because he's a fantasy guru
2: okay um johnson taylor
0: okay colts yep We'll he's been lucky enough. He
2: actually he brought me to a championship win in the regular season, so I think he'll carry over. <laughs> um, Josh Allen, stud. He's been throwing at least 300 yards and four touchdowns in multiple games this season, plus his rushes. Got to have him as your quarterback. Um, and then defense. I'm a, I'm a, I'll treat standard fantasy. Um, and okay. then your defense, special teams, you're going to want to go with New Orleans.
1: Okay. Okay. I like those picks. Those are good picks. Uh, so I've got, oh man, I'm debating for a quarterback and I want to say Russ and I want to say Lamar in that sort of game. I'm going to go with Russ. If you pick Russ, I think he's going to get you a lot of rushing yards. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, so with that, I'm going with Russ. Then I'm going with Derek Henry because I feel like Tennessee is going to rely on him like they always do he's gonna get probably like 200 yards rushing at least um and a couple touchdowns. defense oh man so this might be bias of me but i think if you pick seattle's defense even though it has not been good at all this year jamal adams is hungry and he's gonna go after the quarterback he's like the only safety to have this many sacks in the area he's going to be hungry he's going to be hungry so i got seattle's defense okay i like that
0: Ooh, okay for me i have derrick henry for sure yep Ooh, quarterback man um
1: that's a tough one there's a lot of good quarterbacks it's this it's tough
0: man mm, i think i'm gonna go with uh i'm gonna go with josh allen josh allen what about
1: yeah. uh special teams or defense washington Oh,
0: yeah. defense, huh? I know. I know I picked um, Tampa Bay to win, but Chase that's Young is feeling. But <laughs> yeah, I think that whole defense is hungry. Like and I know like seen Tom Brady teams in the past, like if that D's on him, like he's screwed.
1: <laughs> yeah, most definitely. I mean, Chase Young said, I want Tom, Um, a rookie that says he wants the goat and actually can back it up with his talent that he's done this year. I would say yeah. Chase Young's going to be a, a, like all over Tom Brady. But um, the last topic uh, Deshaun Watson, right? We're going with Deshaun Watson wanting out of Houston, re- uh, requesting a trade. Uh, let's just keep it short and simple with that one. Um, you can either agree or disagree to this. Is long time coming, or do you think it doesn't happen?
0: I don't think it's long time coming i think the lack of trust is there now between him and the front office if they tell their star quarterback who's getting all that money hey uh you're going to be part of the decision making process and who you want to bring in and they don't do it stab in the back yeah like you've given them your your life and i know they and you know your body but i know they've given you like a contract and given that you that chance to play in the nfl but at a certain point, trust goes both ways. Um, if he's not trusting that front office, I wouldn't want to play there. Uh, I agree
1: one hundred percent. I totally agree one hundred percent with you, Brian, on that. Jacob, what do you think?
2: Uh he's not leaving. He's, he's not leaving. Stay. He's gonna stay. He did one, he just signed an extension last year. So the money's there tied up. And two, yeah, they said he would, you know, be involved in the GM hunt. They didn't interview any GMs. They went after their guy they wanted two years ago, but the Patriots blocked the move. So I know he feels betrayed in this, but they saw their guy. They wanted their guy. Well, I think he's involved in the coaching hires. Okay. But I, I think this one was Houston was going, we wanted him before. He's available now. We're going to take him. There's there's a, They're scheduling a meeting um, next week with all parties to try to air things out.
1: Well, oh, it's good. At least they're getting uh, closure with that. So very, very good points from both ends there. Uh, either he stays or goes, but very valid points. Um, so now jumping into the NBA, um, there's a very, very big injury that just uh, – uh, we know, Jacob, If for all the people on YouTube could see you, but the people that are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts right now, he's been wearing his Hawks jersey the whole show. So now he's showing it off right now.
2: Look, I want to be prepared for the – transitions of sports
1: i'm glad you're a hometown hero i'm glad you're a hometown hero
0: yeah
2: someone's gotta
0: be (laughs) i like that you you had a hat for each topic you flipped through your braves hat then your falcons hat uh for those who don't know when he picked the saints he covered up (laughs) the falcons logo on his hat
1: censorship (laughs) um wait wait here's here's a good question watch this let's see if he has it where's your thrasher's hat you don't have one huh Uh oh! Oh, we got there's a teardrop there. Oh,
2: he's crying. We don't talk about
0: that. (laughs) They gone.
1: That's a sensitive subject, and it's been a couple years now. I mean, it's been a long time, but it's still a sensitive subject. No decade.
2: (laughs) It's been a decade.
1: But um, so the injury I want to talk about in the NBA is Mark Fultz um with Orlando. He's out for the season. Orlando's had great success. Um, they've only lost twice this year I think honestly Markel Fultz's injury it makes Orlando tank Um, he is like the big centerpiece there Um, the way he just no he's he's almost like a mini like not mini wise height wise but like he's almost like Chris Paul like he is very good uh, field general kind of on the court and everything like that so I think uh, Orlando tanks
2: after that what do you guys think Yeah, I agree. Yeah. um, I won't say tank-tank, but uh, they'll definitely – their games are going to be a lot closely – more closely contested, and they're not going to have that clutch person. Losing Fultz is almost like Golden State losing Clay Thompson. Okay. Um, That's a
1: good comparison. Yeah.
2: um, He's not – you know, he's not the the face, but uh, without him, your team's nothing. So –
0: Good point. Yeah, Brian, I kind bad. He's had a lot of injuries in his career so far, and he's still really young, uh, so it kind of it stinks. But, I mean, the East is tough. I think um, how the records are showing right now aren't going to be the final standings coming into end of the season. Um, no, no, I no. think Philly stays up there, but I think Orlando still has a shot. Like, they still have Aaron Gordon. They still have Dwayne Bacon. Uh, Vujicic is there but they got guys on the bench uh terrence ross um he can play yeah well, maybe start more um he's been coming off the bench playing about 20 minutes but it's a
1: lot for though for a bench player
0: yeah i think he can i think they can fill him it won't be the same but they'll still be competitive
1: yeah i i totally agree with both of your guys answers um so if you guys are a, a magic fan out there stay uh still have hope you know season just started uh, it's a big blow, but you know what? I, I think uh, ultimately, I think personally you guys tank, but I mean the East I think is a lot weaker now. So you guys still have a chance to make playoffs like you did last year. So uh, there's still hopes out there. Uh, the next one uh, topic we got is Joel and B possible MVP. Do you guys agree with that? Um, with that kind of, you know, I know it's early, but what do you guys think?
0: I mean, it's still early. Everyone's considered in the top in the MVP uh, category. Um, I mean, maybe it'd be be really cool uh, to see him win MVP, uh, have it go to the East coast. I mean, uh, Giannis won it last year, last two years, but I think his time's coming. Uh, he's a solid player day in and day out. Uh, he stays relatively healthy. Um, he puts in the work, trust the process. Um, they have a good team and they have a good coach this season and I think it's going to push him over the edge. And I think he's going to be the leader of it.
2: Jacob. All-star no that, all star and an all team. That's all ever. he's that's that's all he's getting from me. He's not getting uh, the MVP. Um, he's a great player, fantastic. But at what point did this process start? We've been testing yeah, this been process been for years now. Slow and I've seen no improvements. this <laughs> slow. It's, look, it's it. this is this is the NBA, you know? You trust it, though. You gotta this is baseball trust where you can play to your forty. You know? Yeah. This is a
0: you mean Vince Carter? Like, Vince Carter though I mean, should I, have
1: retired a long time ago. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah. I do like Embiid though. He's a great player. he will definitely be in the top ten conversation at the end of the year, um, but not into MVP.
0: Yeah. I have no doubt he can win at some point in his career though.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Like I don't think I don't think he'll win it this year, but like he's always gonna be top five. Um, I think at some point he's going to win it though.
1: For sure. I, I definitely think so, too. Um, So the next topic in the NBA um, are the surprise success teams so far early this season. I know, like I said, it's early, but a lot of us still have those expectations like these teams are supposed to start off perfect and then these other teams are supposed to be bad. But the surprise teams that I have for success are the Sixers, the Kings, the Knicks, the Cavs, and the Magic. Um, And then for my kind of like failed teams i got uh miami toronto denver and memphis um the biggest disappointment for me in in those teams that are struggling that bad is definitely memphis um they just haven't been playing good basketball and i thought they were actually going to be at least like a middle seed this year in the in the, the east i mean it's still very early but that is like my disappointed team right now so um, Jacob, if you, if you got any teams out there, let, let us know. What do, you, what do you got?
2: I'd like to add the Golden State Warriors under disappointment teams. Okay. Um, at what point do we start grading Steph Curry harder? We're going, Golden State's bad, but it's because they don't have Clay Thompson. I thought Curry was supposed to be a LeBron James level, you know, uh, Kevin Durant level. These guys all carry teams with, with bad supporting cast. Why can't Curry do it? You know, stop putting it. sounds like it's Clay Thompson's Golden State Warriors, not Steph Curry's.
0: Yeah, I think, I think Clay's getting more love now than being injured than he ever has, um, personally, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, like Curry's going to score points, but there's still those times of, Oh, he scored 40 or whatever, but they still lost. Like yeah. he can't do it by himself. He's not. I think so. He's, he's a different type of player than LeBron or KD, though. Like he's a shooter and he's a playmaker. Like he can find a guy when he's open, but
1: I think I think I teams mean, are I think teams are starting to like, I mean, they they know who Steph Curry is. I mean, everybody knows who Steph Curry is, but I think they're finding flaws. And also from his injury, he's not the same Steph Curry. Um so, I think teams are actually finding out more about him. Like, I think they're giving him less pressure. Opposing teams are giving him less pressure because they don't think he's as
2: clutch anymore. Yeah. So, I mean, I would have to throw Golden State into the disappointing, the disappointing I agree. teams. Yeah. No, I, I agree.
0: Chris, to touch back on Memphis, though, um, they finished ninth last year mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. Were you expecting them to be better than ninth? Like, they were 34 and 39. Where were you, where were you I, putting them?
1: I saw Memphis. Oh, don't get me wrong. The West is super difficult. I mean, it's the it's the better conference out of the two. Um, but I think, honestly, I see Memphis as like a three or four seed at the beginning of the season. Before. Do you think
0: they could jump from ninth to three or four?
1: Yes, easily. Well, they have so much potential there. Even though they did lose, like, I mean, they lost Gasol a couple of years ago and everything like that. That was a big blow. Um, but I think Memphis, I mean, with Morant there, it's like, you know, I would say, yes, three and four is a big, bold prediction, especially in the West. Um, but at least, come on, get six or seven in there.
0: Yeah, I think they have the potential to finish the bottom um, of yeah. the top eight seeds. Um, I wouldn't push them top five. Um, I think at, sooner or later in the next few years they're going to get to that point but um they're still kind of rebuilding a little bit from the last few years so they have a good team it's just they have it all together and letting it get mesh so i think they'll get there um denver i am surprised they've gotten off to a really slow start but you got to think of their playoff run and like they're tired how tired they were oh, yeah. like i mean you saw that like leading into miami like jimmy butler was playing so hard in the finals like mm-hmm. he's probably still recovering like given they're only three and four so it's a young it's still a young season oh yeah winner. a few weeks in um and it's different they are traveling this year but um they kind of just got to get used to things again um i think i think within the next few weeks they're gonna get their strive and these these failed teams like uh miami toronto denver Um, maybe even Memphis, like they'll pick it back up and be a little bit more competitive.
1: Got it. So we'll see normality basically. Um, So final subject here, Uh, Brian, you actually wanted to touch upon it for the
0: NBA. Oh Yeah. I want to talk about uh, Gordon Hayward, kind of a resurgence with the uh, Hornets. Uh, He opted out of that contract with Boston after a couple of mediocre years there. I know one was injury ridden, but I mean that, was, up a, a that bit.
1: was such a nasty injury. That oh that yeah, first one that leg injury, Ooh. yeah.
0: Oh my his, what first five minutes into his contract it was so bad. like so bad playing, but he's he's shown a little bit of resurgence in Charlotte, and maybe it's through the young team or just like more comfortable there than he was in Boston. Um I don't think he's gonna live up to that contract and the money they gave him, but it's nice seeing Gordon Hayward like go to the we the player we know he is and was in the past. Just want to touch on that.
1: I think uh, I I agree. I also think it's because there's less pressure in Charlotte. You know, there's not a lot of high expectations like Boston has, and there's not as many playmakers as what Boston had. So Gordon Hayward's going to see the
0: ball more often, I think. Yeah. And he's going to see, and it's, he's always played in, other than Boston, you know, he spent seven years in Utah you're not going to have any pressure on you in Utah. No. Well, um, now you might, but. Now you might a little yeah. bit, or even in the 90s. Yeah. Um, but compared to how the market is in Boston, you have a lot of pressure on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and just how the fans are there. Um, but, yeah, in his three years there, only started 71 games. He got one game into that first season. And then, bam. Um, kind of played off the bench a little bit. Last year, he did start. Um, all 52 games he played in um, this year, eight for eight. Um, So I'm I'm, I'm glad to see him like having a little bit more success uh, in Charlotte. He's averaging in this young season, 21.9 points per game.
1: Most definitely. Most definitely. Um, So with that folks, our last topic, very short and sweet. It's going to take me 10 seconds to say congrats team USA juniors, hockey on another gold medal and another victory over Canada. Um, so congrats to them. But with that, folks, we're at the end of the show. A little yeah. weird. We're at shorter a short, podcast. shorter podcast. We thought we'd go to the statistics and statistics show that you guys would listen all the way through if it was shorter. And I think that's reality, too. Um, so with that, Jacob, I just want to say it's been a pleasure to have you on the show. Uh, it's definitely not the last time you'll be on here but uh, any closing remarks you got?
2: Uh, thanks guys for having me on. Uh, one, it was great hanging out with you guys again. We live in the old days. Um, and two, I'm excited to see where this show goes. I think you guys can uh, do a lot with it. So I'll definitely be following and hopefully a recurring guest. Oh no.
1: Most definitely. That. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, we appreciate
1: you. And that's why we have you on the show. If, if, uh, you were if you were on the show which you are right now it means that (laughs) you have some sort of significance to to me and brian and if and if you don't then you're not on the show so uh but hey you kind
0: of started this whole thing
1: yeah you started this podcast basically the podcast like uh what you say um i guess you could say culture to bring to us kind of thing uh, maybe but hey uh, say hi to to the wife um hope you guys stay safe out there on the east coast and and then for all the people that are listening and watching and everything like that go check out their podcast the rookie and the rev it's definitely a good uh show to to laugh like literally i laugh because it's so funny it's so funny <laughs> but it's also very infor- informative too don't get me wrong but it 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 you know it's that comedy relief that everybody yeah. needs in this like pretty crazy times and stuff like yeah, that we're so.
0: eight days into the new year, and it's already been kind of. I still meh. think it's
1: December 37th right now, 2020. <laughs> so, but with that, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, my closing remarks is always stay safe, be positive, be nice to each other. And then with that, Brian, take it away.
0: Uh, be kind, everyone. Also, if you want to follow us on Instagram or throwing partners at Instagram, we are on Facebook now. Follow us on YouTube for these nice the nice visuals we have um, it's not much just us in our rooms <laughs> <laughs> really so uh, definitely give us a listen on apple spotify wherever you get your podcasts from um if you have any questions dm us um you can you also email about. yeah also email uh throwing at gmail.com um that's about it uh dm us if you have any questions or topics you want to talk about We also will steer away from sports if you want. Like, it doesn't always be a sports pod. So it's an everything pod, but centered around sports. Other than that, Jacob, it was great seeing you. Yes. I'm glad we got to do this. Not the last time. Not the last time. Thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Rev. Thank you, Rev.
2: (laughs) Thank Thank you, throwing partners. It was was fun (laughs) to get back into it. All righty. Have a good one, guys.
0: All right. Thanks for listening.